President Ora Peskowitz is with us to talk about that from Oakland University. Hello, Ora. Thanks for coming on with us. Oh, my pleasure. I'm delighted to be here with you. So tell us the actual requirements. When do they kick in? What are they? Uh, and what was the thinking behind them? Sure. Well, first of all, let me just say that we're offering uh, this week vaccinations to all of our faculty, staff, and students. And it's not a requirement. We're just making vaccinations available to as many people in our community as possible. And that's because we really feel that there is a race right now going on against the COVID virus, which is surging again in Michigan. And in particular, we're very concerned about the variants that are surging here in, in particular in Southeast Michigan. So we want to vaccinate as many people as possible. And that's not mandated. We just want people to get vaccinated. In particular, we're worried about our students who are getting ready to leave for the semester. We want them to get vaccinated before they go home. We don't want them to take the virus home, in particular to vulnerable people who might be in their homes. Or, so, or return uh, with it when they come back from a family encounters. It, exactly. And so we think it's really, really important. In particular, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is a single-dose vaccine, so they don't have to worry about coming back and getting a second shot. So that's really important. And um, it's available right now. Within five hours of when we announced it, we've had over a thousand people register on our okay. campus, and by this morning, we've had um, over fifteen hundred. All right, but I want to talk so, about I want to talk about the the decision to require students yes. to be vaccinated so, when they come back in late August for the fall semester. They need to be, according to reports, students that are going to live on campus. That I should say, uh, fully vaccinated right. before the fall semester starts. Yes. So that's a subset of our students. So Oakland is largely a commuter campus and 20 percent of our students are residential students. That means that they live in our housing, our dorms and our apartments. And we're requiring those students to get vaccinated before they come and live in our dorms and in our residential apartments. And what if they don't? What if they don't? They can't can't live there? Right. They have the option to attend Oakland, but not to live in residential housing, but to live off campus. And why are you making the distinction between those student groups? Because uh, students who live in residential housing are living in very close quarters, and that's where the risk of transmission is the highest. And Oakland is the safest campus in Michigan, the third safest university in the country, and we pride ourselves very much on maintaining a university that is dedicated to being healthy and safe. And we know that the vaccination is the single best way to preserve health and safety. And we want to ensure that the students who live in our dorms are the healthiest students we can make them. Now, a question, were were the dorms, have the dorms been open uh, up till now at at any length? Okay. When did they, they when did they open. actually, you know, I know last year for a stretch of time not, nobody was open for anything. When did they reopen for students to live in the dorms? We had them open at the beginning of this semester and actually we had some students uh, staying with us even during the peak of the crisis, but we had a very decreased census. So we um, we 
decrease the number of students so that we would have um, uh, many fewer students in our dorms. Right now, we have um, we, we went down to between half and two-thirds of our normal census in order to decrease the exposure between students. Right, okay. But the, the dorms themselves have been open since January this semester when you came back, and some uh, to some degree a little bit before that. Is that correct? And and. After- even during the crisis, we had some students who were international students right. who never had a place to go. Right. All right. So let me ask a question. First of all, let me say that I understand we, we want everybody to be vaccinated. It's the safest way to go. I'm vaccinated. Most of the people on our staff are. But I want to ask questions from from the point of view of people who have perhaps reasons that they don't want to get vaccinated. So sure. you had a campus. You had a, you were running a school where students were there without being vaccinated, obviously you were able to do it. Why would you not be able to make some kind of accommodations for students who aren't vaccinated for some reason? It could be medical. It could be religious. It could just be they just don't trust it. Whatever the case is, why couldn't Mm -hmm. you make accommodations for those since you clearly were open for a stretch of time when people weren't vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, we do have a religious exemption. So I, I do want to specify that we do still, even in the current um, mandate, we will have a religious exemption. Okay. But we are looking forward to getting life back to normal. Normal meaning what it was like in 2019. And so we want our students to get to a point where we can experience the normal college experience. And what I mean by that is a time when we'll be able to not only have students have face-to-face classes like normal, but also when they'll be able to come to our arena and experience spectator sports, when they'll be able to have homecoming in a normal way. Right. We we all want that. I mean, I don't think there's a person in in America who doesn't want that. But, for example, what about if students had COVID? What about if they Mm -hmm. contracted COVID now or over the summer uh, are you still going to make them be vaccinated before they can live in yeah. the dorms? Okay, so now there is uh, clearly nowhere near the science on people who have had COVID and then have to get vaccinated, especially in close proximity to it, than there is for people who haven't and it's protection. They didn't do that kind of research. And there is legitimate questions by legitimate doctors and medical people about, hey, we don't really know right now what the potential risks are for someone who has had covid and then gets a vaccine we just don't have the research we don't study it so if someone says hey i've had covid the number of recurring cases of people who've had COVID is minuscule minuscule probably less than the number of people who can still get covid even if you get a vaccine and i'm sure you just read the news report that was out today that of the first million people that we vaccinated here in michigan they found 268 that still had got COVID, and a few of them died. So a um, vaccine isn't perfect, but it seems to be more, more perfect or at least as perfect as if you had COVID and your natural antibodies are protecting you. So why would you, now you're, you're, you're in a position of, of being a university that could be forcing people to get a shot for something they already had where there's not really a lot of research as to what the ramifications are on that. Well, the real world experience with the vaccine is demonstrating quite uh, great evidence that the number of infections in those that have had the vaccine is significantly lower than uh, any other way. And, you know, probably the best place to look is in Israel today. 
where um, today um, a huge percent of the population, well over 50 percent of the population, has now been vaccinated. And the rate of infections, including, of course, in those that had natural infections, just as you've described, is uh, way down. And if you look at, for example, today's Wall Street Journal, a great article with um, terrific photos and actually a video as well, demonstrates that the country is going back to normal. And um, it's a terrific uh, comparison and contrast between... Right. Again, nobody um, nobody is arguing that. And, and, of course, with Israel, between the combination of shots and people who have had it, and it's a small yeah. nation, they can get to herd immunity very quickly. And that's our goal here. But yeah. herd immunity is a combination of people being vaccinated and people having already had it. It's not just people being vaccinated. And so well, I'm just it, wondering if legally... Someone's not going to challenge you as a university. You are not, you know, you're not in charge of people's health. You as a university saying you can't come on campus, you can't live on our campus if you don't have this shot. When someone can make a claim and say, well, wait a minute, this is my body and I already had COVID and I have antibodies. And now you're telling me I can't come into your dorm unless I get this. It just, I, you know, I'm playing devil's advocate here to a large degree, but, but yeah. I can see this being a potential sticking point. Can you not? Um, no, because we're not requiring anyone to live in our dorm. So we're just offering them the opportunity to live there. We, for, I'll give you another example today. We, we, you know, smoking is legal in Michigan, but we don't permit people to smoke on our, in our dorms. So we're allowed to make that restriction today. Yeah. Um, same, frankly, with smoking pot. So we, we have that right uh, to do that, to protect by the way, the rights of other students who live in our dorm. Yeah, I, I would so, guess that a lawyer would argue that telling people that they can't do something is a little bit different than telling people that they must do something. But we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, Aura, yeah. thank you for coming on. It's an interesting discussion. I'm, I'm going to watch this, and I'm sure there are going to be other universities going to be facing this same question. So thank you for well, allowing us to have there, this discussion. Yeah, there are several others today that have announced that they're doing the same. And in fact, they're immunizing all their students, not just their resident students. Right. Will the same thing be true for faculty, by the way? Will all the faculty have to get vaccines before they can work? No, because they don't live in the dorms. We are just restricting it to our resident students. Got it. Thank you, uh, Aura. We appreciate you coming on with us. Thank you.